Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Cover Zero Podcast, the show where I cover the least in the best way possible. I'm your host, Jason Wells. Uh, week, what week are we in now? Week 17, second last week of the season, fantasy finals for many. Uh, it is here. Not really a great slate of games we have. I mean, we do have some good ones. Obviously, we have some good ones, and we got to cherish these last few games of the regular season till we get to the playoffs. I, for one, am excited for the playoffs because my team has clinched a spot. Nah, 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 nah. Suck it, everybody. Because uh, a lot of you didn't think the Dolphins were going to be here, but I fucking knew that they were going to be here. Uh, and big game for them this week against the Ravens. And we will get to that game. Um, But yeah, uh, this episode, just me, we will be doing, as always, the blind Thursday night football recap. Uh, preview all of the remaining Week 17 games and finish off with the Pick'em Contest, Pick'em Choices, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Yeah, I guess let's get right into it, though. Starting off with the Thursday Night Football Recap here. Jets at Browns. Browns minus 7.5. Total was 33.5. Was a Joe Flacco revenge game. Uh, I think Gronk went on record this week basically saying uh, the reason why no one remembers Joe Flacco as a New York Jet is because the Jets are irrelevant and no good players come from there. And they're just, and he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Uh, Joe Flacco would have probably been the best Jets quarterback of the last decade, but he was not good there, mainly because the roster also stunk beside the point. Um, but yeah, he gets a little revenge. The old man didn't look as good as he has been. This Jets defense came to play. Uh, Cooper did not have another 200-yard game again, sadly. Uh, Sauce and DJ Reed did what they have been doing throughout the whole season, but Trevor Simeon is not... I'm still trying to call my shot here. You know what? I think the Jets won this game. I'm going to pick the Jets plus 7.5 tonight. I don't think the Browns are that great of a team if we're being on. Like, overall, they're they're a well-constructed team. Are they going to make the playoffs? Yes. Uh, is their defense very good? Yes. I don't think Joe Flacco is phenomenal. I think that this defense carries him. He made a lot of mistakes. <coughs> sorry. Oh, sorry. He made a lot of mistakes last week, but made up for it with those plays to Amari. Um, but this Jets defense is really fucking good. And I think the Jets, honestly, I think, yeah. Give me the Jets. Trevor Simeon, big game. Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall did what they needed to do. And this defense came up clutch with a few good interceptions. Um, yeah, Jets win this one. Jets win this one. Uh, let's get into the rest of the preview, though, here. Saturday game, the lone Saturday game, uh, Lions at Cowboys, one of the better matchups of the week. Cowboys minus 5.5, total set of 52.5. Two of the better NFC teams uh, will definitely determine some of the pecking order here. It doesn't really matter. 
both teams have clinched playoffs. The Lions have clinched their division. The Cowboys or the Eagles are going to be that fifth seed in the wild card matchup anyways, playing the NFC South. Um, but it's more, let's see if the Lions are a contending NFC team or if they're just kind of a their NFC team. Because uh, I think the Cowboys are contenders. I think that they have stuff to work on. Uh like a lot of the other contenders too, but I think that they're the better team. I think that they're they have the better defense, and I think that their defense is going to be the difference maker in this one because the Lions can score points. That's fine, whatever. The Lions defense cannot score points. I think this will be a high scoring game. The total suggests that, but I think that this uh, Cowboys defense can do enough to slow down the Lions' offense, where I don't think this Lions' defense has a shot in hell of slowing down the Dallas' offense. Uh, I think this could be a big C.D. Lamb game. I mean, it could be a big Dak game. This is a game that Dak could get back into an MVP conversation. I still doubt that he's in it. A lot of it depends on the uh, Miami-Baltimore game, but... uh, we won't get into that one. I don't know if Chance or if CJ Gardner Johnson is in line to play. Should probably look that up. Uh, Cam Sutton is questionable. That's a big one. Has he been? Well, apparently he was playing, so never mind. Maybe he's just questionable now. Uh, who was I looking up again? CJ Gardner. Oh, there he is. He's still. Won't suit up against Dallas 17 minutes ago. Well, they're without him. Uh, They kind of need him back. I think Sam Houston, uh, one of their pass rushers who got hurt at the very start of the season uh, with a broken ankle, he is, his practice window just got activated too. They need some defensive players back, need some defensive pieces back, but I don't think this will be their game. I am picking the Cowboys to win this one. Now with the points, I don't know. I think that's a little rich, but... uh, Definitely taking the Cowboys. Now on to the Sunday games, the New Year's Eve games. Uh, Dolphins at Ravens. Ravens minus 3.5. Total set at 46.5. This is the game for the one seed, essentially. If the Ravens win this, they clinch the one seed. Clinch the bye means they can rest everybody week 18. Uh, Dolphins, on the other hand, if they win this one, they control their own destiny with the one seed at that point. They clinch the division with a win uh, for them to remain with the one seed. They would need the Ravens. We would just need, to, yeah, we control our own destiny. We would need to be, beat the Bills to be the one seed. Uh, but other factors could come into play. Either way, getting off track. This is a very, very big game with very, very big implications. Um, and obviously, I'm completely biased, but... I do think Miami is going to get the better of them. This is the first time all season where we are playing a winning team that is coming off their own massive moral victory, like woohoo. Uh, and the Ravens are in the letdown spot right now. Lamar is now the MVP favorite. I mentioned it on Wednesday's show that I believe that with a big Dolphins game and with a big Tua Tyreek game that they put themselves back into that MVP conversation here. Um, it's so tough. I like both of these rosters a lot. I should probably looking up if any of the Dolphins offensive linemen 
and or Javon Holland are uh, looking to come back here. What's Waddle? Trending towards missing. We all we all figured with that one. Uh, Robert Hunt. How, how, how are we doing, Robert Hunt? Uh, nothing on Robert Hunt. Blah, blah, blah. Javon Holland. That's the one that I actually kind of care about. Javon Holland. Limited again to begin week 17 prep. Because that's the thing. If we get... Austin Jackson, if we get Robert Hunt back, if we get Javon Holland back, I like our chances a lot more. Now, the Ravens are also banged up. We know that they're missing guys, but uh, I feel a lot more comfortable with one of the best safeties in football there in uh, in the uh, the backfield. Um, but yeah, this is going to be a big game. I think both of these teams are the Super Bowl favorites out of the AFC. I think this is this is the cliche, but... This is the AFC Championship matchup, I believe, is going to happen. Uh, it's it's tough. It really is. I like the Ravens. I like Miami. I know I'm not saying a whole lot right now. The last time Miami played them, we absolutely torched them. Um, we're missing Waddle now. Our run game has, has gotten better. They have a whole new offensive system. Their defense has gotten better since then. Our defense has gotten much better since then. This is just a great matchup. I honestly don't know where I'm... I mean, I'm picking the Dolphins. Of course, I'm picking the Dolphins, but this is a coin flip matchup to me, and I see that line at plus three and a half. Uh, that seems like a lot, because I think these are two even closer than close evenly matched teams, uh, I think is all I can really say. Uh, let's keep going, though. Uh, AFC South matchup. Titans versus Texans, Texans minus five and a half, total set at 43 and a half. Now, the big Stroud and Levis should both return. Stroud is definitely coming back. That is big. That is big for their division race here with the uh, with the Jags and the Colts to stay afloat. Texans or the Titans can't play spoiler here, but uh, with CJ Stroud back in the mix, I like the Texans quite a bit, honestly. Uh, C.J. Stroud, when he has played, has been a top-10 quarterback this year, definitively. Uh, the run game with Motor has been good. The just offense in general with for the Titans has not been good whatsoever. Uh, yeah, I think this is a good get-right, solidify win for the Texans. Uh, keep them in that playoff hunt because I believe week 18 is Texans versus Colts. That might be for the division. Uh, obviously, a lot can happen this week, but I'm. Yeah, I, I like the Texans. I just don't think the Titans. Uh, it says Will Levis should come back, but it says in the things that Ryan Tannehill's the starter right now because it's not official with him, but like, I like Will Levis. I think there's a lot of promise there. Just I just don't think that this offense has any gas and any juice really and it's not his fault uh it's just the offensive line isn't good and if the offensive line isn't good derrick henry can't carry the way he used to and if derrick henry can't carry the offense the way he used to then it just it doesn't work it doesn't work uh, plain and simple but um i would be taking the 
Texans in this one uh, on the money line anyways. Next game up, Patriots at Bills. Bills minus 13, total set at 40 and a half. Uh, now, if we were wise, smart people, we would see, ah, the Bills are playing the Patriots. They're massive favorites. And what do the Bills do when they're massive favorites? They don't don't cover those spreads. They blow games. They always play down to their opponent's level. Now, with all that being said, do I think that the Bills should absolutely whoop the Patriots? Of course. I'm a sane human being. I know that the Bills are a very good team. I know that the Patriots are a bottom-of-the-barrel team right now. Uh, with that being said, do not advise taking the Bills on the spread because they don't play bad teams well. They stoop to their level, squeak out smelly wins, but I I do not like this game from any betting perspective. Uh, yeah, like the Bills lost to them earlier in the season. Uh, I'm expecting the Bills want a little bit revenge on that, but the Bills are going to win. Uh, I just don't think it'll be a slaughter. I think it'll be not ideal viewership, um, but yeah, the Bills are going to win. I don't think I have to spend much time on this, so let's just keep going. Uh, Rams at Giants. Rams minus 5.5, total set of 44.5. Uh, Tommy DeVito is dead. The Mafia put out a hit on him, and he is no more. He is sleeping with the fishes. Um, and in comes Terod Taylor. Old Bills legend brought into their first playoff berth since the 90s. Um, it's a good story. I don't, again, the Rams don't have a good defense. I like the Rams offense a lot. I do also enjoy the uh, Giants defense. It's not great, but it's not, I'd say if I were to put it in a tier or in a rank, it's like 8 to 4. 14 in that range of defense. I think that's fair to say. Uh, Puka Nakua only needs 100 and something yards to beat Jamar Chase's rookie record. Uh, he's very, very close to do it. I'm sure that he will get that. Uh, the Rams are the better team in this one. I have the Rams as a top 10 team in this league, and I have no reason to believe why the Giants, and especially their offense, can do to beat a team of the Rams caliber. Now there's all of the, they're going from coast to coast, essentially, uh, the time difference. They're going from a nice indoor stadium in LA weather to New York, where, I mean, it's winter. We don't get winters the way that we used to do. That's not really a, uh, thank you, climate change. Uh, yeah, like there's some, like those narratives to be made there, but it should just be, the Rams are better, the Rams are better coached, the Rams have the much better talent on both sides. I mean, not really the defensive side of the ball, but Aaron Donald makes up for a lot of that. Um, yeah, and it's just, can we trust a old Terod Taylor now at this point to carry a Giants offense that hasn't looked very, very good? Um, we don't, we don't, so... I take the Rams in this one. I think that this could be a Rams type of or a Giants play this close than closer than it should because 
I, again, I was trying to find the trap line for this week. I don't think I found it yet. This feels like it could be it. Um, cause I think a lot of people are down on the giants, but a QB change does shift change a lot in my opinion. Um, so yeah, we will see, but the Rams should go. Uh, next game up here, Niners at commanders, Niners minus 12 and a half, uh, total set at 49 and a half. So, you know, when I was just saying how going coast to coast, oh, that mattered. The time change doesn't matter when you're the Niners going against the commanders, uh, commanders though, do have a QB change going from Sam Howell, who has been one of the worst quarterbacks in the league over the last five weeks, essentially blowing his chances at being their starter next year. Cause Commanders have the Niners and the Cowboys to finish off their season. They should lose both of those, barring some miracles. But uh, that puts them in line to take Sam Howell's former teammate in Drake May. Uh, Drake May coming in to replace Sam Howell again. Uh, Which wouldn't be a bad thing, honestly. If you're like, okay, Jacoby will move on. I don't know if they'd want to. Maybe they keep all three. Sam 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 showed some promise, but either way, uh Commanders are now gonna have options at the quarterback position, it seems, instead of rolling with Howell and Brissett again for next year. Uh yeah, Brissett has looked much better than Howell has recently, but I don't trust a Niners team who just got flat out embarrassed. Uh I expect Brock Purdy to have a much, 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 much better game. Uh, let's see. Let's see who's injured here. Because that offensive line did get very banged up for the uh, for the Niners last week. But I see Aaron Banks. No Trent Williams. Okay, that's a great sign. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Niners are going to kill them. Plain and simple, the Niners are pissed off that they got embarrassed on Christmas, uh, and they're going to take it out on the Commanders. Sorry, Commanders, uh, you were just the team scheduled, and you got in their way. We will keep rolling along, though. Uh, Next up, Cardinals at Eagles. Eagles minus 11, total set at 48.5. Another game where the much better team is playing a very bad team. Uh Jonathan Gannon, obviously former defensive coordinator of the car or of the Eagles, I should say, now their head coach of the Cardinals. That probably didn't make a lot of sense. I guess I'll figure out when I listen back tomorrow. Um yeah, where was I going with that? Jonathan Gannon, uh I guess he knows this kind of offense better than anyone and what this defense also does really well and what they don't do really well and I am now talking myself into Cardinals plus 11 a little bit just because if anyone knows how to really expose this Eagles defense and it has been getting exposed a lot it is Jonathan Gannon uh but again the Eagles are the much 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 better team and are going to win I'm just saying the plus 11 is a lot of points I think I have my think I have my lines picked out anyways but uh yeah I don't have to talk much about that one this is a big matchup though NFC South Saints versus Buccaneers uh 
This is essentially for the division. If the Buccaneers win this one, they are the division champs. Uh, it'd be good for them. Great for Baker. Great for Mike Evans. I don't know if Mike Evans is going to resign in the offseason, but that doesn't matter right now. Uh, the Bucks are just the better team. We know what Derek Carr is. We know what this defense, this old defense, they're fine. They're not great. They're just the Saints. Uh, I, I don't know. There's there's not a lot to say. At least the Bucks. Baker is exciting. The offense is playing well. He's playing well. Uh, there's stuff to talk about. There's at least a little bit of excitement and buzz where the Saints is just, oh my god, the Saints are on TV. Do we really have to watch them? Uh, yeah, I don't I don't have much to say on this game. The Bucks are only two and a half point favorites. It is a division game. I'm a little, I mean, the Bucks are the much better, like, not, not not even much better team, but they are the better team. They should win this one. I hope that they don't because I want my Falcons in my eight-team division parlay to hit, and it has a chance if the Bucks lose and the Falcons win out. Uh, I guess we will see if that happens. I very much doubt it, but uh, we shall keep going here. Uh, next game up, Panthers at Jaguars. Jags minus 6.5, total set at 37.5. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is playing? He was deemed a non-participant Thursday. So he has a shoulder injury. I guess we'll see if he plays. I don't really think he'll play. Uh, they should be able to beat the Panthers with C.J. Bethard. Bryce Young is coming off the best game of his young career. Let's see if he can piece two two in a row together. I don't have a lot of faith, if we're being honest. Joe Barry just sucks that much. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like the, the This is a nothing game. The Jags need to win this one. Of course they do. Uh because if they win this one, then they, again, they continue to control their own destiny going into the final week of the season to win that division. And also, maybe for a wild card spot, like, none of those teams are really outed in the wild card race either. Uh, I guess we will see. Trevor Lawrence needs to play, though, for me to really feel confident in the, uh, in the Jags. I think that that line will shift a little bit more if it's confirmed that he'll play, but C.J. Beathard versus Bryce Young, I kind of like the Panthers. Panthers' defense has been playing better with Christian Kirk in the mix, but, uh, or not Christian Kirk, uh, Panthers' secondary has been pl playing better with J.C. Horn in the mix. Would be covering Christian Kirk, but Christian Kirk hurt his balls. Uh, yeah, let's, let's just keep going. Uh, Next game up here, Falcons and Bears. Uh, Bears minus three, total set at 37.5. Uh, big game for both of these teams. I mean, I guess not really the Bears. The Bears are playing for pride at this point. Falcons still have an outside chance at the division. And I saw what I would think would be the best assessment of what this Falcons offense is. Uh, someone tweeted out that... The Falcons' offense is like the Golden State Warriors ran their offense through Andrew Bogut and Festus Azili instead of the Splash Brothers in Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. 
I think that is accurate. I think that's exactly what they're doing with Bogut and Festus Azili taking the form of Tyler Algier and Jonu Smith. Uh, and then obviously the Splash Brothers would be Bijan and Drake London or Bijan and Kyle Pitts or London and Kyle Pitts. They got some playmakers to use and the Falcons decide to use none of them. Um, I think Tyler Heineke is a better quarterback than Desmond Ritter. I don't think he gives them that much of a jump. The Bears have been playing pretty decent football uh, lately. Maybe they have their future quarterback on the other sideline there in Justin Fields. That's uh, that's a whole other topic of conversation there. But uh, I guess we will see. Um, I think this is a closer game than people will think it's going to be. Like, yeah, it's a three and a half spread, but like... I'm not fully confident that the Bears can beat the Falcons. I do think that this Falcons team has a relatively good defense. I think about it as on par as the Bears. Uh, it's just whether or not Taylor Heineke can make some plays or if Arthur Smith isn't an idiot for the first time this season. That probably won't happen, though. Um, so let's keep going. Uh, next game up here, Raiders at Colts. Colts minus three and a half. Total set at 43 and a half. Uh, this was a game that I thought could have been a trap game, but kind of on like the other side where a lot of people are going to hit the Raiders. They beat the Chiefs, then they put uh, 63 up on the Chargers, but I think it's a lot of kind of fake stats because, I mean, they put up that 63, which can't take that away from them. Uh, and then Aiden O'Connell threw for 62 yards. Uh, in the next game, so I don't really know what to make of the Raiders, obviously, uh, I think the Colts are just the more, they're the team I can trust, they're the team, I know what their offense is going to give me, I know what their defense is going to give me, and both of those things aren't really great, but when I look at a Raiders team that put up 63 points one week, and then 62 passing yards the next week, that's the most lopsided, that probably is the most, one of the most lopsided, like, total yards thing from one guy uh, without being injured in NFL history. No idea how to really look that up, but uh, yeah, anyways, uh, I like the Colts. I just, I trust the Colts more. I know what to expect from the Colts. Now, I like Antonio Pierce. I like some players on the Raiders, but again, I don't trust the Raiders fully. I can at least see a direction and a path for the Colts in general, in the future. The Raiders are just kind of, they're all over the place. I don't see any structure leading them in one clear direction, at least at this moment. Uh, I can see a path with the Colts. Not this year, but I can see a path. Uh, keep going here. Steelers at Seahawks. Seahawks minus 3.5. Total set of 41.5. Uh, big game for the Steelers. Big game for Mike Tomlin, where... He wins this. He maintains his winning record ways. Uh, and Seahawks, on the other hand, where they don't win this, that puts them in danger of missing the wild card and also missing my future, which would be very, very rude of them. Uh, I think the Seahawks do win this one. I feel like this isn't a Steelers. This isn't a Steelers game that they win. The game that they win is going to be Week 18 against the Ravens. Where are the Ravens going to be? It's at the Ravens. Ah, if it was a if it was a Steelers home game, I would 
be all over Mike Tomlin then, but the Ravens could be sitting people, and I feel like that'll be the game for them to get to that 500 mark. Uh, but uh, this is a tough one. Is Kenny Pickett close to coming back? I guess that's kind of what I have to find out first. No, Mason Rudolph is on track to start. Mason Rudolph is not a good quarterback. Don't let him fool you. I think the Seahawks honestly could run away in this game. I think the Seahawks are just the much better team on either side of the ball. Not really defense, because I do really, really like the Steelers' defensive line, but their linebacking core now involves Miles Jack again, who, if you don't remember, retired at the start of the season, uh, wanted to go into a trade, wanted to be a plumber. Nothing wrong with that. That can be respected. But now he is back being the Steelers linebacker, and he played really fucking well last week. Uh, but Steelers D is banged up. Their offense, I don't trust Mason Rudolph, and I don't trust George Pickens to have another almost 200-yard game again. So I'm definitely picking the Seahawks in this one, and I'm believing in Mike Tomlin beating his AFC North rival next week, regardless if they sitter bench people. That would be wild. I would love that. Um we will keep going on. Uh, next game up, Chargers at Broncos. Broncos minus 3.5, total set at 36.5. We get Easton Stick versus Jarrett Stidham because if you haven't heard the news, Russell Wilson has been benched for financial reasons. He's all he's also just not very good, but uh, basically the financial reasons for it where Russ is guaranteed $37 million Uh past March into 2025, where if he gets hurt, essentially the team still has to pay him that money regardless of anything. And the team went up to him, I I think in mid-October, let's just say October, to be like, hey, we're going to start benching you if you don't change your contract. And of course, why would Russ be like, no, don't change my contract. If I get hurt, I want to get paid. You guys gave me this contract. Ah. Uh, and then they started winning, and then everything looked good, and now it's just kind of at the point again where it's like, you're not the reason we're winning, and we don't want to be on the hook if you get hurt these last two games, so they're benching him. Uh, so I think Russ's days as a Bronco are numbered, and someone else's days who should be numbered for the Broncos is GM George Padden, George Payton. I think it's George Payton. Uh, he is the one who gave Russ the four-year extension on top of the remaining three years that he had on to, on his current deal already. So Russ isn't even going to see his new extension with the Broncos. Uh, and this GM gave him all that money without even seeing him play a snap for the team. Very, very dumb on his part. Huge waste of money, because it's not even like, if they cut him, yeah, they're going to save that $37 million in the injury thing, but... They're still losing tons of money for the rest of the contract, basically. Uh, and they're okay with that, because they'd rather move on, start fresh. Yeah, you're still on the books for the money, but they would have been on the books anyways and feel more inclined to start him. Find find a younger starter. Find a bridge quarterback. Just find someone else, because Sean Payton definitely grew tired of Russ. I think a lot of his teammates did, too. I don't know if this is the end of Russell Wilson in the NFL. Again, if he gets cut, he's getting a nice, juicy, fat check from the Broncos every year for a while now. Uh, and he's a family man. I know he does love his wife and he loves his kids. And 
why wouldn't you just kind of take a rest, take it easy, and go into retirement? Like, I don't know how much the game really has left for him at this point. Like, I think he, again, I think Russ is still good, but Russ would need to go to a team that has a dominant run game and a very good offensive line and, like, some wide receivers. Like, most good quarterbacks need to really thrive. Uh, But I don't know what contending team would give him a shot, maybe to call him, like, if an Aaron Rodgers type thing happens next year, where that team would be like, okay, let's call Russell Wilson and see how much he wants to come back out and try to play for us. That might be a decent move. I don't know how if that voids his other contract with the Broncos like it does with coaches, but um, I don't think it does. That would be kind of stupid. Uh, but yeah, they're playing the Chargers. Um, nothing really to talk about with the Chargers, so let's keep going. Uh, next game up, Bengals at Chiefs. Chiefs minus 7, total set of 44.5. This would have been an incredible game. Burrow versus Mahomes. Now it's Browning versus Mahomes. Chiefs on a probably one of the worst stretches of their in the Patrick Mahomes era, if we're totally being honest here. Uh, and I like the Bengals still. I don't think Jake Browning is good. I think he's been like, I, I take it back. He's been good in the starts that he's made other than last week. Uh, but I don't think that he's like a good quarterback. I think that he's been, he's a backup. He's doing his part, but the Chiefs defense is good, but their offense sucks. And Isaiah Pacheco, I think is going to be out. I can look that up right now, but I like this Bengals defense in general. And I think that Lou Anarumo, when they have played the Chiefs, he's done his job. He does his part. Why am I looking at their schedule? Uh, but yeah, he has, yeah, Isaiah Pacheco not practicing. I don't think he's going to play. That's a big difference. That only leaves them Kelsey and Rishi Rice. I think Lou Anarumo knows what he's doing. I am, I like the Bengals plus seven. I think that this Chiefs team isn't going to snap back. I think that their offense is going to remain not great. I do like the Bengals defense. I don't like Jake Browning, but... Bengals plus seven, I'm not opposed to it. I don't know if I'm going to take it, but I'm definitely not opposed to it. And ending on Sunday night football, because yes, Monday night football is no more. They got to get everyone in on the same schedules before playoffs. So Sunday night football, Packers at Vikings, uh, Vikings minus one, total set at 43 and a half. Uh, Nick Mullins is now out as the starter of the Vikings and in comes rookie Jaron Hall again. Uh, Packers suspended uh, all for, former All-Pro cornerback Jair Alexander for basically being an idiot. Uh, if you didn't hear the story, he went out for the coin flip, even though there's only three captains' names. Uh, and he was just like, oh, well, Coach must have forgot I was from Charlotte and knew how much it like would mean to me. So he just took it upon himself to just go out there, not listen to his coaches and not, and just kind of do his own thing, whatever. Man seemed like an idiot. Man seemed fried. Uh, but yeah, now Jair is out for this game and a pretty critical game. Uh, Packers, not really in it, but also not really out of it. Uh, but a loss here would, I think, take them completely out of it. 
And I liked what I saw from Jaron Hall that one quarter he played before getting a concussion. And they got their full arsenal. The offensive line looks good. Ty Chandler's look decent. Uh, Justin Jefferson, actually, I take that back. They don't have TJ Hawkinson anymore. And I don't know if Jordan Addison is flying. Regardless, Joe Barry is the defensive coordinator for the Packers. And you know that he fucking stinks. Uh, so I actually, yeah, I kind of like the, uh, I like the Vikings. Now, I don't know if I would just take the Vikings, uh, straight up favorite type thing, but, uh, where is he? Where is Jordan Addison? Jordan Addison returned as a limited participant. That means he will be playing. Uh, yeah, I just don't think that the Packers... Defense is very good whatsoever. I think that this Vikings offense just moves the ball well in general, regardless of who's a quarterback. And Brian Flores will put Jordan Love in a locker, unfortunately. So I like the Vikings in this one. Uh, yeah, I guess let's move over to the pick'em contest here. I'm just usually I stop and I restart and I formulate my picks, but I'm not going to do that again because I haven't been doing that for the last couple weeks. So Let's just go right into it. As always, I give you a favorite, a dog, an over and under, and a money line dog. Uh, starting off with my favorite this week, the line has changed. The line has changed. Let's see if it's because of CJ Stroud fully cleared. Okay, no, he is playing. So I like the Texans minus four and a half a lot. Uh this is to keep their season alive, to have a chance to win the division. Um, this is big. This is this game means way more for the Texans. They're at home than it does for the Titans. Uh, Titans can obviously play spoiler, but if Ryan Tannehill plays, it doesn't matter who plays for them at quarterbacks. C.J. Stroud is on the other side, and that is the difference maker in this one. Uh, so Texans minus four and a half. Um, my dog. My dog. Ah. Uh, I was talking myself into one of these teams. And I think it's going to be... Yeah, I'm going to take I'm going to take the Jets plus 7.5. I think that... I don't know. I think that Trevor Simeon can do enough, maybe... I don't think Joe Flacco, he's having a great run, but great runs come crashing down when you're just not very good anymore. Uh, and he's playing one of the best defenses in the NFL, arguably the best defense in the NFL. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to take the Jets plus seven and a half. I think this is going to be a lower scoring one. And I think that the Jets, I, I again, I predicted them to win, but I think that they definitely keep it close. So Jets plus seven and a half, uh, four and over. Now that's a tough one to find. Um Yeah, I'm going to go over 37 and a half in Falcons Bears. Again, I like both of their defenses. I think both of the defenses on both of these teams are the better units of their team. But I think that these offenses are weird to say the least. Uh Justin Fields loves to scramble. DJ Moore is good. They have a decent run game. 
Falcons on the other side, they look, I mean, Drake London had a 170-yard game. Bijan is a monster on the run game, and he can catch, but it's just whether or not they use these really special talents that they have. Um, Yeah, so over 37.5 in that one, because I think that the offenses both can explode under the right circumstances, and I don't think that the defenses are all that great where they'll fully stop these offensive units. Uh, Yeah. The under that I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go under 44.5 in Bengals-Chiefs. Chiefs' offense sucks, and you know whose offense I don't trust with uh, Jake Browning as the quarterback? The Bengals. Um, And I do like the Chiefs' defense. They held the Raiders to six points last week and still lost. Look at that. Um, Yeah, I say it every week, Chiefs. It's just, I like Rishi Rice. I like Travis Kelsey. Pacheco's not playing. You give me nothing else for me to like. Obviously, Pat Mahomes, but there are no other weapons that can help contribute in this offense. Like, Justin Watson, Kadarius Toney, Sky Moore is hurt now, Marcus Valdez-Scantling. Like, they're all just not NFL players, if we're being completely frank. Uh, so I'll take under 44.5 in that one. And my money line dog, you know where I'm going with this. I'm going with the Dolphins. We are the best team in the AFC. We are taking the one seed. I am very excited to watch this one. I can't wait. Get to watch this one in my home with my lovely girlfriend. Big stakes on the line, and I'm excited. Uh, I will end this episode here, though. Uh, Yeah, I think I can just end it. If you have liked this, please like, share, retweet, subscribe, all that fun stuff. And until next time, peace. Peace.